All right, so let's pretend we have <laughs> delightful intro music happening. Hello there, and welcome to the first episode ever of Point of View Podcast. I'm Britt. And I'm Kim. And we're here to talk all things roleplay, fan fiction, and any other type of digital writing out there. And this episode, we're going to introduce ourselves and both our digital and traditional writing histories. So we are based out of the East Coast of the United States of America. Yes, we are. Wonderful. We're uh, <laughs> age-wise. I am 20. Not 30. <laughs> I, no, not yet. I am 29. I'm 28. Yes, you're the Newly baby. Newly 28. Yes. Actually, Chris is younger he's the youngest now of the group oh man my boyfriend chris i've never been the baby of the group it sucks (laughs) it really does but we are gonna do some tag questions would you like to start with the first one i will start us off cool so first question what is your spirit animal and why is it your spirit animal uh mine would be a wolf uh it is also my favorite animal but mostly because i feel like i have very similar like traits as a person like i'm very like she is beauty she is grace she will bite off your face exactly yeah Yeah. um (laughs) but like i just i'm very like homey i like my familiar areas but also like i'm very vicious and that's why i said bite off your face yes um (laughs) but i'm also just like very protective loyal yeah yeah i'd say that's yeah i think i have the wolf emoji next to your name Mm. when you text me Mm, respectful um my spirit animal is a sloth, mm-hmm. um, a two-toed sloth, a three-toed sloth. It doesn't matter. They're my soul, my kindred, my kin. <laughs> I love them. They're beautiful and majestic. They make no sense evolutionarily. I have no idea how they've made it this far, but I love them. They just want to like chillax all day and eat their eucalyptus and stuff and just like <laughs> hang out. And they're adorable. And, like, it's my goal to meet a sloth and just, like, cuddle one. I know, like, they're so chill and they hang out in trees and, like, they move so slowly and, like, not very often that insects and, like, parasites grow mm-hmm. on them and just have this, like, symbiotic relationship, which is disgusting and cool. <laughs> and I still want to hold one. I don't care. I'll take the risk if it's covered in <laughs> bugs. I I would go for it because it's my spirit animal. I have a sloth sticker to give you. Just reminded me. It's in yes. my bag. I have a lot of sloth items. <laughs> no, I don't, no amount of items can be enough. Like, there's no... The limit yeah. does not exist yeah. for sloth. Corgis. I saw... Which reminds me, I saw two corgis out in the world yesterday. Oh, yes. Corgis. That's a good sign. Your kin. Yes. Um, okay. All right. Next question. Tea or coffee? Um, I feel like I have long answers for all of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of both but tea by necessity i love coffee i love the taste of coffee i love the smell of coffee i love the smell of the coffee shop but if i have more than like half of one cup of coffee i get so sick um so tea on the other hand has never made me sick and i do love i haven't met a tea that i don't like so i would say short answer tea <laughs> what about you i know your answer but it's coffee yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i could not survive without it um i'm a demon without it uh 
yeah. do you take your coffee? Um, so I prefer hazelnut creamer. I am not against French vanilla. But if I'm like going out to like a Starbucks, then I usually get like a cold brew because that is like one of the few coffees that just like jolt me awake. I remember I went to a Starbucks when I was doing my senior thesis. Well, one of them. <laughs> and I went up to the girl and I said, what's the strongest thing you can make? <laughs> and I don't know what she did, but it worked. <laughs> I have a thesis. Help me. Yeah. But She's um, put like 12 shots of espresso in it. I've been trying uh, the, what is it called? There's like a coffee grinds that are literally supposedly the strongest coffee in the world oh god and like the ghost pepper of coffee pretty much and like that would it kill is me. so that strong would kill me instantly like I, I love coffee i just don't like the taste of like the taste of the coffee alone the bitter yeah the bitterness. like yeah yeah like i know people who can just drink straight coffee and nothing in it and i just don't know how to do that i could do it if it didn't make me if sick, i like, had no wise. option yeah like, when I worked at a summer camp, you didn't really have much of an option. So, like, you did what you had to do. You did. Yeah, you do what you got to do. But this is 2019, and I no longer work at a summer camp. <laughs> we deserve better yeah. than camp coffee. <laughs> All right. Next question. Ooh, this is a big existential mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. What are your life goals? So, I have this plan. And I've had this plan for the past, Again, like... I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I've had this plan for the past, like, I would say maybe eight years, Mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, I want an Italian castle with a vineyard and also a farm. Yes. I also want little villas on the property. Yes. And some will rent out to other people. There's free Wi-Fi. The only requirement is that we have weekly, like, family dinners, like, once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, And I want... At least 10 corgis as well. Um, a library with a tower. That's a must. That yeah. That's what, yeah, a that's what I want. Um, what else? Do, I want a very nice kitchen, too. Like, I really want a nice kitchen. Um, well, I mean, you're going to be living in the Italian countryside. Yes. So the cooking I mean, is going to be, the food's going to be off the hook. Your wife already said that she wants to run my vineyard and she and farm yes she definitely yeah she's gonna be your first applicant <laughs> because she's gonna sabotage my application away yeah. and get first dibs <laughs> on the vineyard herself that's absolutely happening yeah um at one point this plan did have include a uh moat with sharks in it but i've decided i like sharks too much to force them to be there mm. also i don't know how agriculturally that would work it might screw with the ecosystem. They might eat a the bit. they might eat yeah. the corgis. There's a lot of issues there, so I decided of, maybe not. Yeah, a lot maybe of unknowns. Not. Yeah, but well, I do. Yeah. I really should have answered this first because I can't follow that. That's so <laughs> like detailed and amazing. But I would just say, I mean, spend as much time with my friends mm. and my family as possible. Travel as much as possible. Mm-hmm um write a novel and have it published that's always been one of my goals um and just like try to have a good life adopt a lot of dogs um I'm on dog number one right now my wife and I (laughs) but I'm sure we'll have many many pets over our lifetime um and just like live my life try to like be do everything that I want to do that's possible and work on Brittany's vineyard yes 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. You won't have to. I've also decided this castle is going to have like separate wings. So like one wing will be like me. Mine. Okay, but then, can mine be the West Wing? Because I, you, and the listen, Albeco has already, <laughs> like our group, run, group of friends, they already have had real estate on the other wing. Like yeah. you guys are all going to be the in The West that. Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Is forbidden. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. And then the, everyone else that too. I that I decide, they get the little villas outside of the castle. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But I do like want to obviously install seriousness. That is an actual goal that I want, but also like being happy yeah that's a goal and i know it's a, it sounds hokey but yeah truly though to just like not look back when i'm old and be like oh i should have done this i should have right yeah i think that i think that's everyone right you don't mm-hmm. you want to look back and say i tried my best i did everything that i could and i had fun instead of going thinking about all the chances you could have taken and having regrets of things you didn't do. I'd rather just... I try to tell myself I'd like to do them and fail is better than not doing it at all and living with the what if. So... But I'm also a very cautious person, so I kind of balance... I don't know. It's a balance, but... Yeah. Um, all right. Who's asking the next um, What is this? This is my question. my question. Okay. Um, have any books you read changed your life? These questions are so hard. Because they're so like I found um, I found them somewhere online. I think that almost any book I've read has changed me a little. I think you always take even if all you take away is that was a bad book. I don't want to read that kind of book again, and I don't want to write like that. Um, I think even if it's a bad book, you can take a lesson. Twilight. Um, not naming any names, but Twilight. I didn't say it. I didn't. Say I'm. It. I am actively on the internet <laughs> hating on it. I didn't say Twilight, a but we're all thinking it. There's a gif. Um. You know, I learned important lessons about how not to write <laughs> a great book. Uh, although, considering how much money it made, maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't knock it. But, um, I think um, there are a few that stand out. I mean, I think harry potter like a lot of people our oh, age yeah. that was yeah. just monumental in my love of reading my love of writing um the story and the characters are so rich and it's something i'm still a fan of today um those were just hugely impactful as a kid and being the age of the characters and growing up with them was you know it's pretty important um and then I'll throw in, there's a lot, but I'll just end with <laughs> Harry Potter and I'll throw in um, Margaret Atwood, just at her, all of her work, but specifically A Handmaid's Tale and Edible Woman. Um, I did a term paper in high school for AP English, <laughs> um, a, like a thesis on her use of food in eating in those books as like a metaphor for political power and um those books really like just ripped my soul apart and like totally opened my eyes to like feminist literature as a whole and they're just incredible pieces of art really um and having to read them so closely and tie her theming together and really get into atwood and her work um and like feminist literature in general so I would say that was pretty impactful Mm. that kind of like paved the way to read her other work and writers like her 
and to pay more attention to that kind of literature. Yeah. For me, obviously, I want to include Harry Potter series, but I thought that that's everyone. It's, it, it's um, true, though. It really is true. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot about Harry Potter on this podcast. <laughs> but we will. Uh, I would say, like, the two that I can think of – or okay so technically three that i can think of so one would be this book called elsewhere and i don't know how to pronounce the author but um it's basically about this girl dies and she's in the afterlife and in this version of afterlife like you get younger and then you're like reborn and you're sent down to earth as a baby and like re like the whole reincarnation kind of thing um and she finds out finds out like why she's dead and like it's really really good book like i don't know remember like i think i just bought it on random like i just was like oh let me go to the bookstore and get this book and then i fell in love with it and like that's one of the books that's been so impactful and then and i don't i don't think the author wrote anything else other really? than that book yeah oh, it was a um and then there's a book i found within the past couple of years called you're a writer so start acting like one and <laughs> I found it, like, right when I was in that weird moment of, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I want to write, but, like, I'm not a writer. Because we grew up thinking, like, you have to do all these certain things to be a writer. And it's kind of like, if you're writing, then you're a writer. And it was, like, this – it's a very small, thin book. But it's basically just, like, the kick in the ass to be, like, shut the hell up. Like, you're going to – you're a writer, so do it. Right. Um, and then yeah. the third one is an author who I used to read a lot, um, like, maybe a little bit in high school, but, like, definitely before, but Sarah Dessen, and she writes a ton of books, but, like, she addresses a lot of issues that, like, teen girls are going through. Like, I remember there was one called Just Listen, I think, that was about this girl who was a model, and, like, she had an eating disorder, and, like, I cried from that book. Like, it was such, like, she's such an awesome writer, and she addresses, like, topics that teen girls, like, definitely deal with especially like it's like how many years later like at least 10 years later and they're still dealing with it so it's like yeah yeah i gotta read her newer books but anything, those are mine. yeah anything that you can relate to really mm -hmm. like connect to i think we read a lot of books growing up you know for school that maybe aren't relatable or they're either they're just period dramas and you don't mm. connect to the characters or maybe it's just like an old white man writing about an old white man I and am. you just don't relate I'm throw in. but Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. Because I love that book. I have written so many papers about mm -hmm. that, um, which remind me to talk to you about Lizzie Bennet Diaries after this because it was an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you speak any language? Well, we speak English, well, but do you? <laughs> I'm going to say how many languages do you speak and how well? I edited the question. Okay, Mid question. Um, I speak some Spanish and some Italian and it usually mostly all of that well Spanish I kind of I feel like that was something you learned in school so it just kind of like happened and like I generally know it but um Italian I'm slowly learning but also it comes out a lot when I'm either really tired or I've been had a little bit too much wine then it comes out <laughs> Or vino, as they say. Vino. That, yeah, that's my extent of my Italian. Um, <laughs> the most important word. I had very, very limited Italian. I wouldn't even say I knew Italian when I was in Italy. I, I, I can't even say that. It was like, <laughs> it was like I had the vocabulary of a two-and-a-half-year-old, maybe. Um, 
but Spanish, I, I'm pretty good. Um, a lot better reading it and understanding it and writing it than speaking it mm-hmm. because I took it for so many years in school, all the way through college. Um, and it wasn't until late high school, early college that my teachers really required me to speak it a lot out loud, which is a shame because that's the that's really the goal that you mm-hmm. can speak to people. Um, <laughs> but it was very like written and yeah. writing and reading focused all the way through when I was younger. Um, but I did go to Spain a few years ago and I surprised myself with um, how much I was able to talk. Not that I'm, I'm nowhere near fluent, but I was able to hold a basic conversation in a food market with a Spaniard. So I was happy about that. I ended up being like, like so good at Spanish that the professor, professor, no, it was in high school. The teacher was like, "Are you sure that you've never like <laughs> spoken Spanish before?" I was like, "No, I'm I love just, languages. That was I do too. One like, of I want to learn favorite, so many favorite classes. I had a lot of friends who just hated taking whether they were in Spanish or French, and I thought it was fun, and it also kind of came." easily definitely more easily than you know math or I just remember that side of the brain I was like a I was a finance major part for some of college and for some reason as a business major you didn't need like a a, there was no language requirement which is weird which is assuming you're gonna be doing business with only other I don't English I don't know Americans like or... I think the only like major business wise was obviously international business like right. you would obviously but like other than that you like weren't required which is weird that but... is weird we're raising some like educational yes uh, systemic yes. education we're gonna piss a lot of people here. off the yeah internet. we're gonna yeah, yeah. no shade the goal. former Spanish teachers they were just following the book I'm sure <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh next question who was your childhood best friend well, I had a few, but I'm going to talk about my cat best friend because I feel like it's a more interesting story than just like who my childhood best friends were. Um, but I had there was this neighborhood cat um, who I thought was a stray cat initially. She would come in the yard, a black cat, beautiful. And I named her Jules, I believe. Jewel or Jules, because she had, like, emerald eyes. It was just, like, this beautiful cat. Um, And I thought she was feral, but friendly. So I thought, oh, I can adopt this cat. I've always wanted a pet. I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight. Um, So kind of put out milk for her, kind of luring her in. She did come inside, like, my old house, my parents' old house. <laughs> and then once she was inside, i go, oh, well, you're my cat now. Um, but, no, she we never adopted her. She would just kind of – she was a neighborhood cat, we found out later. Um, she was a mostly outdoor cat, but she belonged to a neighbor. Um, but she would just come by and hang all the time. She was my bud. Uh, I found out her actual name was Shadow, which fit mm. her well. I was very indignant at the time because I thought she's my cat. I named her. <laughs> but Shadow um, is fitting. And she, we were buds. I mean, she knew when I had school and she would come pick me up from the bus stop oh, and walk my me God. home. That's so cute. She would walk in the grass, like on people's front lawns, and I would walk on the sidewalk. And we would walk right oh. next to each other all the way home. We would play and then... 
she would eventually get tired, like get tired of it because yeah. she was kind of an independent, like Cats. she didn't want to cuddle. She didn't really want to be inside, you know, like she wasn't trying to live in my house, but she would just like walk me home. We would play and then she would just hop over the fence when she was done. And like, I feel like she taught me everything I needed to know about cats. And that's why mm-hmm. I like them because I understand them and they're more like people. Yeah. Like kind of independent. Like they really they're are. not dogs who I also love, but and on the weekends, she would come, she would just sit on my front porch and wait for me to come out to play. And my dad would come get me and say, you have a visitor outside. And she would just be sitting there. So we were buds. She was like my best, best good buddy. Um, and then eventually her owners moved, which was super sad for me. And then I moved. Um, and that was the end of that. But she was a treasured childhood friend. <laughs> mm. um, mine... I went really hard with Mine the Mine is... Com- I'm trying to decide which <laughs> one to count. Yeah. I just feel like animals are better than people, so I went with the so animal like, companion. childhood-wise, maybe... I guess I have to talk about him. So, <laughs> uh, I... Like, I was an only child growing up. My mom was, like, an only parent. And we lived in, like, a very stereotypical, like, suburban, like, townhouse area. And one of, like, the neighborhood families, like, would watch me, and they had a son. So, like, we became best friends. He was my first boyfriend, even though I said no the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was such, like, a tomboy when I was growing up. Um, And then we actually ended up dating, like, years later. And obviously did not work out, but that's okay. Um, I'm okay with that. But that was probably my childhood best friend i think yeah yeah um all right next question what was your dream job as a kid a singer easy nice that's what i that's what i wanted i still occasionally sort of want it but uh you know you get older depression kicks in and you're like huh yeah maybe <laughs> you not are a great singer, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah um i wanted to be a vet a veterinarian because I loved animals and then I realized I'm shit at math <laughs> so that only that dream died real early on but that was what I yeah that was my first uh, goal I also wanted to be an interior designer that was one I did a presentation on that that was my number two that was my fallback it's a good job <laughs> my wife's answer would be really funny to that I think she used to say what did she say? Oh, she's, she, she she wanted to be this. an archaeologist and some and something else. I think she wanted to be like the president and then like an archaeologist yeah, on the was. side. It was like a ridiculously yeah. ambitious answer. It's <laughs> incredible. I could see her saying that. How many countries have you traveled to? Ooh, I don't know. Probably outside of the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> I realized that minus. I would guess it's probably like a dozen. Like 12 or so at this point. I'm one. And a million more to go. I went to one. It was Japan. But you went far. I went <laughs> literally the opposite end of I don't always world. travel internationally, but when I do, I go to <laughs> I the go other far. side of the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that was awesome. Like, and I absolutely want to go back. But like, I, I want to travel a lot more. Yeah. Me too. So. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, why can't people just pay us to Honestly. the world and screw around um (laughs) have fun uh okay oh what is your favorite color here's an easy one can you guess what mine is purple and yours is green yeah 
<laughs> this has really become the best friends quiz. Yeah. <laughs> um, what social media are you addicted to, if any? Uh, I would say, I want to say none, but you know that's not Mm-mm. true. I would say Instagram at this point because you know that thing where you're on Instagram and then you close it and then you immediately open it back up because <laughs> your brain just like <laughs> stops functioning. <laughs> you're, like, yeah. you're done, but then like your it, muscle memory, like, you just you like immediately open it and you go, no, I just closed this app. I think that's happened to me too many times now yeah. where it's like, oh boy, I got to like maybe look at this less i wanted to say it's tumblr but it's not it's it's instagram as well it used to be tumblr i mean in 2011 2012 2013 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that era um it was definitely tumblr for sure i mean i'm on there a lot but like i'm on instagram more more of like a lurking tumblr elder now like i just kind of i go on like maybe once a week queue up some things like just reblog some things and then leave yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. um who is your role model (sighs) these questions are so like vast oh there were like 50 bajillion (laughs) more questions but i was like "Mm." i feel like i'm digging into my soul yeah um okay so my role model is probably celine dion I love her. Like, I honestly, like, <laughs> like yes. if I ever met her, I would cry. Yeah. Embarrassingly cry. Yeah. I just think she's, like, such an, like, first of all, amazing singer. I'm going to go on a, a rant legend. about Dion now. A legend. She's amazing. She also is, like, such, like, she's so badass, but also, like, very proper, which mm-hmm. I think is a good trait to have. Because she tells off, like, paparazzi and news, but also, like, with her, like, little French-Canadian accent and just... Oh. She's funny, too. Like, she's, oh, she's really hilarious. surprisingly funny and interesting. She's to share. Yeah. Like, and then I remember I watched the... That's the goal, right? I watched, like, two minutes of her husband's funeral. And then I read an article, like, I actually have a whole magazine that was specifically Celine Dion. Oh. And I saved it because it talks about, like losing her husband i think she lost her father like this like a month before that oh, no. um yeah and well i love her yes one day you're gonna meet and i want to be there to see it happen <laughs> i just want to die see i just pass out <laughs> <laughs> um you should actually put that under the life goals question yeah meet Celine. Celine. <laughs> um i feel like i have a lot but you were talking about when you were talking about Celine. you mentioned um classy but badass Mm -hmm. or badass but classy and like i immediately thought of rbg so i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna go with ruth bader ginsburg that Mm -hmm. woman is everything she's incredible (laughs) just like i mean literally like the definition of a role model just an incredible trailblazing super intelligent Mm -hmm. badass woman who i hope lives forever (laughs) she is not there's no other option she's not allowed to do anything else but live forever keep that branch of our government going (laughs) okay so the next thing is talking about like our writing origin stories and there's like a couple prompt questions but like i figure we can just kind of talk so all right well so the first thing is our first thing that we wrote yeah oh boy yeah that you can remember um, yeah the first thing i can remember is i think it was third yeah it was third grade um, I went to Catholic school. My teacher was Mrs. Vignoni and she, <laughs> and 
I I don't know how I started writing short stories or what got me into it first, but she was very encouraging and always mm-hmm. would read my stories, even if they weren't for class credit, and would give me feedback. And she was just like really encouraged that in me. Um, and I remember writing uh, what I thought were just thrilling horror stories entitled The Green Ghost. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, I don't really remember the plot other than (laughs) it involved... We went to the beach every summer. We grew up by the beach. So I think it involved the beach and this ghost living in either the ocean or maybe under the jetty rocks or something like that. (laughs) And it was like this drowned, creepy ghost and it was me and my best friend solving the mystery of this ghost. And it was a trilogy. I wrote The Green Ghost <laughs> 2 and 3 all in the same school year for my teacher. And I remember she gave me back, like, constructive criticism. But really, it was probably just, like, great job. <laughs> yeah, great job. Um, so I remember, yes, I remember the Green Ghost trilogy. And I really wonder if it exists in my parents' house somewhere. I'm, I wish I could read it. To. Yeah. I wish we I We gotta find that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first thing written was that I can like really remember was in maybe freshman year of high school or like I started it no, I started in like eighth grade. And it was it's a terrible, terrible story. Very stereotypical, like awful. But it was about like this girl, like the like these rich teenagers and like they lived in I think probably California and they like I don't know I just wrote about them and their lives and like it was all first person it was awful because I the reason I know this is because I read it like a few years ago oh my god um and I think it was called Wakefield High I think that's what I named it I mean that honestly sounds like something that could be on the CW right now well and also like at the time I was reading a book series called The A-List which looking back terrible like I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was terrible but I read every single one of those books (laughs) But um, but that was around the same time of like Gossip Girl and like so I read it was all that, those it books. was that era of like yeah. that. Um, I maintain those books were good in their own way. I never read the books. They were and good. I got I got into Gossip Girl like later on. Yeah, like way after the fact. But because that's because like when I was younger, I didn't really watch too much TV. I think I just was outside a lot. Mm. And now I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> So <laughs> and now we are hermits recording our podcast yes. from our cave. How did you get into online writing? And like, I guess for mm. definition wise, I would say like fan fiction and role playing or just like. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know again how it started, but the earliest thing I can remember is, well, I guess our age, I would start with our age. Like we mm. grew up with computers and the internet from the time we were in elementary school. So, I mean, I would say that it probably wasn't so much of a stretch to be searching things online of, you know, books we're reading or things we're watching. So I would hazard a guess that I was probably just Googling a show that I was watching to find pictures or something. and, And I'm sure a fan fiction came up and that's probably how it was. But I mean, this was like the days of Quizilla. Qu- 
Quiz- oh Do you my remember? god. Yeah. Yes, Quizella, Live Journal, mm-hmm. FFNet, and Independent. You remember those independent websites oh, yeah. that was like like I remember yeah. one. I don't remember the name of it, but it was just fan fiction for the show Angel, the Buffy spinoff. Oh, it was an it was actually it might have been Buffy and Angel, but I think it might have just been the show Angel. And that's the earliest fanfic I can remember reading. Probably, if I had to guess, I was just Googling Buffy and Angel mm-hmm. because I was super into it. And I was probably just looking for like a poster of Spike to put on my wall. And um, and it probably just came up with a hit from that website. And then I, you know, got it, fell down the rabbit <laughs> hole. And I Here we that's are. how I learned about, oh man, I got my <laughs> education. And that was probably like early 2000s very mm-hmm. early 2000s um and that's when i learned terms like lemon <laughs> and you know what slash what the slash meant when it's character name slash character name and yeah. just all of that like the whole vocabulary that comes with it yeah i think it was around the same time for me when i first started i think that like the earliest i can remember is I, I don't even know how I ended up on Quizilla. Maybe because, like, cause Quizilla, for those who don't know, no longer exists, and it's very sad. R.I.P. But it was, like, a website, like, you could go on. There were forums, but mostly there were, like, quizzes. Like, you can go on and make a quiz and then, like, share it. Um, it was, like, ye old BuzzFeed quizzes, yeah, basically. Yeah, minus kind the of. pictures. Kind of, yeah. Uh, ye old. <laughs> lots of misspellings. Yeah. Um, and I think I ended up on there... Naruto fanfic. Naruto. We're really dating ourselves we are. here. Um but well they I know remember, we're like I'm about to I'm about to date ourselves even more. Yeah. Because I was in elementary school, I remember that. And I would print out Oh yes the fanfic that were po- yes. that was posted on Quizilla. Printing them out. Yes. I would print it out and sneak it into school and I would just read it at my desk. That was such a thing. And, and I had like a stack of know, papers. That's not a thing anymore. It's not printing them out. Oh yeah. my god. We had evidence yes, that we, we were had reading fanfic. We had the receipts. We incriminated ourselves. Oh. Yes, that's right. Printing mm-hmm. out like oh my god. Cause I think the earliest fandoms I was ever a part of, if you like, you know, call it that, is probably Buffy, Sailor Moon. Mm. I can't even think of what else I would have been, been into that was that early, but Yeah, it was it was a lot of Naruto and like what else? Like maybe like fruits basket. Yeah. Which I got to yeah. printing them out. Yeah. Yeah. And that was around the time also of like, you remember all the angel fire websites? Yes, I do. That, yeah. I do. They're still going. There's some of them that are still around. Oh my God. Yeah. The dinosaurs of the internet. Yeah, truly. They're still going. My God. Oh my it's like the last God, T-Rex girl. or something. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. So the next question is your, what is your favorite genre to write? Either online writing or writing writing <laughs> um f- um probably like young adult fantasy fiction yeah specifically i've always liked you know, writing reading and writing young adult but I, I just love like the possibilities that like fantasy and like medieval era can provide mm-hmm. i also really want to defy all gender roles and have like really strong female characters in the eras of medieval times yes bite me Yes. Yeah, I think fantasy and sci-fi, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't 
read a lot of romance, but I feel like that's usually what I end up writing. Yo, same. <laughs> for one for one reason or another. Like, I'm not a fan of rom-coms in general. Like, I really don't buy a lot of romance novel or novels that are, I guess, on the romance shelf, let's say. But uh, that is usually what I end up writing, especially like... I would say more so in online writing and fanfic because I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of times that's yeah. the motivator for writing yeah. the fanfic is is like exploring those relationships. Exploring a relationship that isn't explored in canon. Um, so that's usually the driving factor, even if, you know, there are other things going on in the story. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um oh, ooh, there's an FAQ yes. about writing. So so yeah, so I did both uh, the day that we're filming this and then probably maybe like a week or two ago uh, on Instagram, I asked people to send in any questions that they might have about writing or just like whatever. Okay. So this first one is from, you know, Julie, I think, you know, Julie, Um, we are P together. She's delightful. And she asked, um, well, her, her version of this question was, yeah, how do I do it? <laughs> but what she meant to say is, like, how do you get started writing? Ooh. Which is a very open-ended question, I feel. That's, like, such a deep existential yeah. question. How do you get started? So I guess maybe personally how do we, in for us, what works, I guess. I think I'm still working on that. I mean, yeah. I think that a lot of times I have an idea that never, ever gets started because mm-hmm. I don't do the magic formula of getting it started (laughs) but um I am a believer of outlines outlines help me um and I I the process is so individual for each person and Mm -hmm. really what works for one person does not work for another and even depending on what I write the same process might not be helpful but in general, I would say if I feel the idea strongly enough and I can't get it off my mind and I really am going to sit down and do it, I will kind of try to at least set like a vague mental deadline. Whether I follow that or not is <laughs> one thing. But I think just telling myself I'm going to do this, I'm going to write it over the next month or over the summer or this year. And also um, just banging out an outline and writing down the main plot points that I the events that I need to have happen in the story from beginning to end and then kind of fleshing it out from there that helps me yeah that kind of gets me go started yeah I have this problem where like I come up with ideas and then I think about those ideas long enough that I have the entire story planned out and then (laughs) just too lazy to write it down oh yes but all the time I think like I think I just sort of like learned how to deal with myself enough that, like, I'm kind of like, okay, just do it. But, like, I do like outlines. Um, I really like writing things out rather than typing them. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to planning stuff, I just, like, visually need to write it down. So I usually either write on a whiteboard or just, like, any piece of paper. Um, do you color code? I color code? Um, for I actually Different chapters do. and yeah. stuff. I make it very yeah. visual for myself. For me, structure-wise, like, and I think this is because... I do a lot of, like, screenwriting, too, that I think in the terms of three acts, and I color coordinate those acts. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, thinking about um, a Dragon Age fic I am very slowly working on, <laughs> um, I have index cards that I stuck to my mirror, 
and they're color coordinated. Mm. And then that way, like for that, I like to just move that one around. But like generally, I just getting myself to write. I need music of some kind, and usually I need like just like instrumental music. So I like find like movie soundtracks, and that's what I listen to. Um, and just like I also found, it's called like shoot, it's like Coffivity or something like that. But it's a website, and they have free like looping sound like soundtracks like background noise oh that's helpful so one is like i like to listen to the college coffee house that's my favorite one um and it's just like sound so you just have like that atmosphere of that ambient yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so like that helps a lot um i think also this might sound silly but just um really taking advantage of when you get in the mood to write Mm -hmm. Because I think I've never been great when writing for fun. I've written for a living since I graduated from college. So writing for work, I mean, you just have to sit down. It doesn't matter whether you're in the mood or not, Mm -hmm. if there's a deadline. Um, But writing for fun, I've always like mentally rebelled against um, giving myself a deadline when it's something I'm writing purely for fun. Mm And making myself sit down and write if I'm not in the mood to write. And it never comes out that great anyway if I'm not in the mood to write, but making myself do it. So I think even if it's a weird time of day or maybe I have something else that I should really be working on, um, just trying to take advantage of all the moments that I can where I feel creative and I feel like I'm in the mood to write that chapter or write that scene or explore that character and just trying to take advantage of it and get it out on paper before, you know, going to other things. I think that helps, too. Yeah. Following that, like, I've also had to learn that, like, because I feel like as a writer, you have so many ideas that you're just like, that's such a good idea. Like, but you never actually do it because you're afraid to start something and not finish it. And I realize, mm. like, it's okay to not finish it. Like, sometimes it's just like, I... No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, if it's for work, then there's a problem. But, like, in terms of, like, fun, like, writing, no matter what it is, I feel like just the, like, process of writing it alone is also very helpful in terms of, like, bettering yourself as a writer and just, like, you know, having that creative outlet. Because then you're you're not adding that, like, negativity negativity onto it where you're just like, well, I never finished it or I'm not going to finish it. And then you never do it. Yeah. So I think, and not, like, just going for it and following that, like, this is a good idea, I'm going to follow it. Because, I I mean, like, I had an idea for a web series at, like, 10 o'clock at night, cut to, like, two years later, and we have it, and it's online, and, like, three seasons of it. Yeah, so, like it's multiple seasons. And it was and... just a late night idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to do it. And so I just started writing it. I think it's just knowing yourself, too. I think, like, yeah. the more you write, the better you learn yourself and your own quirks and, like... You're, you're, you kind of become your own agent in a way, like your own manager where you're, you have to keep a handle on yourself and you have to call out your own BS and, but you also, you can work around your own quirks. Like if you know you don't do well with giving yourself too much structure, too many deadlines, if you need that or don't need that, or just knowing how you work and what keeps you happiest while you're working and kind of like catering to yourself, but also like rating yourself in when you need to buckle down and get something done um I think like yeah just knowing yourself and giving yourself the environment that you Mm -hmm. need to get it done to get it started and like not worrying 
too much about like being flexible with it too. Yeah. Like with the process. Mm -hmm. Because how I write now is so different than like how I did like four years ago or something. Like true. Yeah. It changes. It does. And I think, you know, I think like life experience changes the two. Writing for work has definitely changed Mm -hmm. the way I write for fun. Not only my style, but the way I just like approach things. Like I'm very, um, have to do the title first, have to do the first paragraph first. I can't start something in the middle um, because I was a reporter for years and that's just how I worked. I needed the headline and I needed the lead before I could get down to the nuts and bolts of the story. Um, And I had to constantly think about, I got to get the most pertinent information up front. And that's not necessarily how you write fiction is you don't put everything in the first paragraph. But um, I think working, starting with, Starting at the beginning is definitely something I've picked up from writing professionally. And, uh, yeah, it changes over time. It just it mm-hmm. changes how you work and know thyself, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, the next question is good. Should I edit while I write? And I'm going to throw in one of my favorite... Think it's a hem- oh I think it's a Hemingway quote I'm gonna say it's one of my favorite Hemingway <laughs> quotes and then I'll be wrong but it's uh it's write drunk edit sober which I love I do that a lot and I think it implies you know <laughs> just write it get it out whether you're literally drunk or just metaphorically just you're in your creative space and you're just getting it done and then go back and edit it with the mind of an editor um in a more you know not in a fit of creative passion and in, in a okay now I'm gonna go over this like I'm proofing it um which I try to do I don't I don't usually write an entire story if it's long and not edit it until Mm -hmm. it's done I usually will make myself get through a chapter before I let myself go back and edit I'm definitely a compulsive editor and I try not to over edit myself to the point where I'm editing out anything good yeah. before it's on paper so I I try to do it in like in pieces and then I'll edit those pieces but not until I finish let's say a whole chapter and then a couple days later I'll let myself go back and maybe edit that a little bit clean it up before I go to the next chapter I'm trying to like I'm trying it depends to think. on what it is though you know like in terms of for, yeah, it, like, depends. So, like, when I do our, like, role-playing stuff, I tend to just bang it out and then edit it. Right, try um, and get it sober, yeah. 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 And then, but that, and that's smaller formats. When it comes to, like, if I'm writing a script or, like, a chapter or something, I actually kind of edit it while I write. Mm-hmm. Like, as I go along. Um, I feel like there are more factors. Do you find that when it's longer, you're building in more there's certain like things that have to be dropped early yeah. on. Like there's yes. certain foreshadowing thing. There's certain things that have to be put in place in certain points of the story for the narrative to make yeah. sense. So I think that like requires more mm-hmm. editing because you have to go back and make sure you've put those pieces in correctly. So there was a reason I picked this question. And the reason I just randomly found it online is like, I'm going to include it because I feel like there's this universal belief as you go through school that like, you shouldn't edit while you write. And I want to say, like, it depends. Yeah. And it also depends yeah. on who you are. Also, it, that falls in line with that whole, like, individual process, I think. Yes. So, like, 
for me, I think editing as I go is good if it's a long thing because usually I have that outline in place where I'm like, mm, can't say that yet because that's going to mess up this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Or I need to make sure I hint at this mm-hmm. at least in yeah. earlier yeah. on in the story because it's not going to make sense later if I don't do it. Yeah. So I'm here to rebel against yeah. norms is why I picked that question. <laughs> yeah. In true form. Oh, somebody asked, yes. where can I read your writing? Yes, we actually, that was, um, hopefully on bookshelves one day. <laughs> Wish. But, um, uh, <laughs> uh, so for me, I do role play. Um, well, we both do role play. Yes. We both we We're role in the play same together. role play right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also like in terms of writing stuff wise, I am on fan fiction and um, archive of, archive of our own AO3, uh, story of my life, story with an I. That's how you find me. Um, but I also have a writing blog that I don't actually really use too much, but I do like post inspirational stuff there. And I also have um, archives of old characters, and then also characters from the Dragon Age fic that I'm slowly writing. That parts are published, um, and it's called Valley Writes, V L L Y. Yeah, writes. And then. Where am? Where else am I? I feel like I'm everywhere. Um, She's everywhere. She is the internet. <laughs> uh, I do have a secret book. Not really book. It's honestly, it's a short thing, but it is published on Amazon. And I'm not going to tell anyone at all what name it's under. Wait, what? <laughs> or yeah, it exists. Um, some people know about it, but wait, do I know this? I, I don't know. <laughs> Do I know? Well, okay, we'll talk it's off. On, it's we'll on talk Amazon. We'll talk off air about that. Um, and it was something that I had written based on two RP characters. And then I was like, I'm going to publish this. And it was like two in the morning. And it was like, <laughs> I did it more. The best to, time to make any to, decision. Yeah, I did it more to prove to myself that I like could do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why it stays up there, even though I don't like the writing that much anymore. It's, I find it hard not to take old things down, but I try yeah. to force myself not to, but I, oh, I am the worst, like, cringer at my own old yeah. work. I made $8 from that book so nice. far. Um, but it's out there, and it's, I will give a hint that it is a romance. Excellent. It is a romance uh, book, but um, I'm also on Fiction Press. Yes, I'm on Fiction Press where I sometimes update um, a story based on the like mothership that I have with a fellow RP RPer um just because I love those characters so much and it was fun to like explore them in a different way mm. um I know I write, I write things I write other things what is it I don't know if I should count like screenwriting because technically I mean it is writing but the writing itself is not yeah. physically on there like true the rendition of the visual of it is there YouTube. i I do write youtube i write scripts for my youtube videos for some of them yeah i mean really so and those are a wild ride let me tell you (laughs) yeah i think i mean i i am in an rp right now with brit um i do have some writing blogs that have some writing that i've done for work and writing i've just done Mm -hmm. for fun um but more of like professional writing um, which have not been updated in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I should probably get on that. But um, right now I would say, if you really want to read something I'm writing right now, um, Ooh, yeah. um, go on AO3 and I'm drunk on turpentine. 
and uh, yeah, if Got you a good are, fit going. Uh, <laughs> I have a fit going. <laughs> we'll see. You can decide whether it's good or not. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm on the AO3, and I'm gonna try to put more stuff up on there because yeah. I took a long break from publishing fan, not even a break from writing fanfic, but a break Just from publishing. putting it anywhere. Yeah. So I did write a um what was it uh Les Mis fic once um did I, you I did so our mutual friend Courtney has she sometimes runs like fic exchanges or fic exchanges um and she did one for Les Mis and she like was there are people obviously like when you have that many people involved sometimes like they don't follow through and like write what they're supposed to write so I ended up helping her write a fic with the first ship that I I didn't like I, I know what lame is and is and I grew up with it. Um, but I just like I'm not like in the fandom. But everyone that is my most read, most followed fic. Oh my gosh. To date on AO3. Well, mine I mean, to be fair, I think there was only one published that I actually left up for more than like a day. <laughs> Um, and it's been up there since I think 2014, but it's literally just smut that I wrote at like 2 a.m. Actually, no, I wrote it when I was bored at work, I'm pretty sure. And (laughs) it has an embarrassing amount of hits. Like I am not comfortable with the fact that this many people have read my crappy smut that I didn't even, oh no, no, that was, so I don't even remember what my FFnet account was, but I did have a lot more stuff on there. And oh my gosh, yeah, (laughs) I wrote this Kingdom Hearts fic. I don't think there was any sex in it, but it was a Kingdom Hearts (laughs) fic. And there were a few ships going on in that fic, I believe. And we went to a convention like, you know, the year I wrote it and we're at a Kingdom Hearts panel and they all start talking about this fic. Oh, have you read this? It was so great. And they're discussing the plot points in detail. And I'm like, this sounds so familiar. Did I read this too? And then I go, oh my God, <laughs> I, I remember wrote that. it. Oh. And then, and I'm sitting there in Kingdom Hearts cosplay yep. with my friends who are in Kingdom Hearts cosplay and I just go, my friends go, Did you didn't you write that? And I go, Yeah, I wrote that. And then we were ambushed by the people in there. But the odds of that were just like yeah. kind of astounding. It was yeah. very weird. Um and hilarious. <laughs> very hilarious. But I had to I mean, oh my gosh. Of all the time and I was sitting there in cosplaying one of the characters. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, that was wild. Uh, Your moment of fame. Oh, yeah. That was my 15 minutes. Hopefully that was not my 15 minutes of fame of my life. Uh, But, you know, could be worse. Should we move on to the fun game? Let's play a game. So we have a game that we're going to do for every episode. I'm delighted to present Ship It or Rip It. And it's a game where we pick two random characters from, well, not a hat, but a bag. (laughs) Um, And these also, some of these were suggested from both of us, but also, like, people online submitted their, like, favorite characters. Um, And I'm probably going to do more posts for that, too, to get more characters in the mix. And if I don't know who the characters are, I'm going to just ship them by default. I I decided for the humor. There are a few that I don't even know, so I don't know if you'll know them. 
I think that I'm going to go with yes. If I don't know the, the characters, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ship them yeah. because I feel like that will be funny. But if I do know the character or like vice versa, we, I'm willing to explain who they are. Oh, very yeah. Briefly. I'll like go to bat. So <laughs> I think we each will pick a pair. Okay. And then we actually can physically rip them in an ASMR style. And yes. I feel let's like do it. Applies. Dramatic okay. slow motion ripping so if I'll I hate you. the ship have the honor i'm i'm i have an irrational fear that i'm not gonna know any of these characters you'll you'll know most of them all right i feel all right all right ready yoda (laughs) and remus lupin (laughs) oh my god (laughs) ship it or rip it i ship this in fact (laughs) this is my new otk yes that is literally um, incredible just imagine the conversation the two of them would have i feel like they would love each other and i'm shipping it you guys so we don't have to rip it so you get to save it no i'm saving it yeah no I ripping think, here do you want to make a rule that if we ship it they go back in the bag okay and then yeah they're okay. back in so it's my, my god turn. remus and yoda okay there yoda, is probably a fanfic you know, about somewhere in as a on random i was like you know what? why not All why right. not I ship Yoda with everyone, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, there's a bunch of He's women so wise. in the group there. I don't, I don't like that. Wise he is. Okay. So I have Hermione Granger and Captain America. Oh my god. I love everything about this game. <laughs> so I'm going to mentally age up Hermione was, Granger just so she's legal. Is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, but she a kid though. Yeah. So she's gonna be legal age okay, Hermione okay. Granger. So grown, so like epilogue, grown up, mm-hmm, working mm-hmm. in the ministry. Yeah, like future Ministry of Magic, Minister of Magic, Hermione Granger and Steve Rogers. Yeah. So I, you know, I think I am gonna ship it because I feel like Hermione is very similar to like Agent Carter, Peggy Carter. Like yeah. I feel like they have similar mentalities. I honestly, I think that they would be a pretty great power couple yeah like yeah i ship it like the brains in the brawn i mean i think it would be great not that hermione needs brawn because she has magic but true true i that's i just feel couple sorry ron i want to i want a fanfic of this now i want to know i'll write it for you i want to know if there's actually one out there too um probably there's There's gotta be i mean characters like that popular it's probably happened yeah it's good we do want to do one more round yes do one more round this is fun all right i'm shaking the bag i have to because it's just so good all right (laughs) all right howl from howl's moving castle oh boy and captain america and oh wow oh wow (laughs) no no i'm ripping it I'm ripping it dramatically, but they're tiny pieces of paper. So oh, I hope this comes across as dramatic as it should be. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't ship that either. I hate that. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's that's an odd combo. Just everything about that is Let no. Let me uh, separate some here. Okay. <clears throat> He's with Hermione. We decided this. <laughs> what? All right, moment of truth. <sighs> you know you can't pick Captain America oh, again because okay. I just ripped him up. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Steve. So we have fuck, Hermione Granger again <laughs> with, I don't know this character. Oh, no. It's Rowan Whitethorn from Throne of Glass series. I'm just going to pick another one because. Is this, isn't this game addicting? Like, 
Oh, you just here, you keep going. here you go. Here you go. Who am one. I replacing? You'll know this one. Am I replacing the one I don't know? Yeah. Okay. Um, Elizabeth Bennett and Hermione Granger. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Absolutely, <laughs> I would ship that. Talk about a power couple. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Ron and Darcy can just fuck off. Skip off into the sunset together because that is the couple, you guys. That's amazing. I love oh, this game. Wow. Yeah. This is like my favorite game. I'm going to go write a Remus Lupin and Yoda fic where they like just <laughs> discuss like, I don't know, magic so, and the force and like existential matters like, while like really, though. fucking around on Dagobah. Just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah. Bros. <laughs> like platonic life partners. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. No, I'm I need, into it. I need myself. I actually am very right. intrigued by this. Hermione, Steve Rogers. Right? Like, I really, I want to read My it. My imagination and also write is it. going crazy. Like, there's so many possibilities. Helping solve a mystery to get. Um, yeah. You guys. Like, Captain America. Someone make this happen. Yeah. Please. Please. Because I want to read it. Like, read that. If it's not already out there, I want it made now. Yes. <laughs> We're commissioning <laughs> you, it. the listeners. Send so. us your best Hermione, Steve Rogers fic, and we will send you a prize. Of mysterious origin. We'll figure something out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yes. Um, so that is that's the first episode. Hey. I feel like we covered a lot of bases there. We did we, an episode. We learned a lot. Look at us. Um you can send us any questions or comments and such. We do have a, a Gmail. It's the POV podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. Um, that is our home base, I feel, because I love Instagram. As we've established, we're both addicted yes, to Instagram. Exactly. Um, but you also will be able to listen to this podcast on various uh, platforms that you listen to podcasts, like iTunes or Google. Is it Google Play? It's Google Play. Um, and Spotify. And I, I always do this with anything. I like quotes. I have an obsession with them. <laughs> so I always want to end. I'd like to end on a quote. And so this week I picked... <clears throat> <laughs> Life doesn't require that we be the best, only that we try our best by H. Jackson Brown. I like that. Yeah. That's inspiring. That was actually As the- we head into our work week. So we are recording every other Sunday. Yeah, which means we'll be posting every other yes. Sunday. We're going to talk about writing. We're going to talk about fanfic. We're yeah. going to talk about role playing. Yeah. We're going to talk about ships and just everything we're gonna cover all things writing and it's gonna be a lot of fun so stick around come join us send us your questions and comments send us your hermione steve rogers fanfic and (laughs) we and i will try to find my third grade horror story to share on air if i find it i will 100 percent read it yeah i really hope for everyone to enjoy i hope i do too i am not willing to put people through my wakefield high story well, you haven't gotten to the episode where we we record this drunk and I convince you to, to <laughs> recite. Damn it. Yes, to read aloud uh, for the class. I'm delightful when I'm when I'm drinking, which means you'll absolutely it's get true. me to read it. Tequila, the way to yeah. her heart. All right, guys. So well, thank you for joining us. Until and... next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We did it. We did, we did it. it. We recorded a whole ass episode. We did. It was an hour long. Oh my god.